Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio, the tastiest hour of talk in Music City. Now here's your host, Brandon Still. Hello, Music City. Welcome to Nashville Restaurant Radio. My name is Brandon Still, and I am your host. And today we're doing, I, you know what? I love departures. I love doing something just a little bit different from here and here and there. And we've got some great interviews coming up. Manit Shohan will be coming on the show here in the next week or so. Um, Kara Graham from Lachlan Table is going to be coming on the show. And every single episode that I do, I talk about an on-brand. We start the episode and we do an on-brand with, with one of our sponsors because I'm so fascinated with some of these little individual details of the business. I love talking to Cytex about what's going on in the linen world. And I love talking to NOSI College of Art about the ins and outs of their culinary program. I think it's so neat. What chefs want? What is? What are the chefs talking about right now? And one of my favorite on-brands that I do is with Jason Ellis from Supersource, where we talk, you know, one of my favorite phone calls that I do all week long is where I call Jason and we just, I, I don't know why I'm so fascinated with the dish machine world, but I am. And I think it's one of those overlooked things. So today we're going to go super inside baseball. So if you're a restaurant person, if you're a restaurant manager, hopefully today is going to be a really interesting episode. Because as I'm talking to Jason Ellis and I'm, we're kind of outlining exactly what the on-brand is going to look like, I said, you know what, man, we should do a full show. We should just do a full show where we get into the nuts and bolts of your world. We're getting towards the end of a pandemic. Maybe I should have done this at the beginning of a pandemic. But I just find it so super interesting. And it's one of those lines on a PL. And it's one of those, it's such a major heartbeat. It's the lifeblood of any kitchen, is that dish room and really sanitation and cleanliness. And I just had so many questions. I thought, Let's just bring Jason Ellison today and let's just do like a full interview. So uh, I called Jason. He said, yeah, dude, I'm in. And uh, I've got him right here, right now. And we're going to bring him in and just start this interview this way. Jason Ellis, what's going on, man? Hey, good morning, Brandon. How are you doing? I am fantastic. So you are the managing partner of Supersource Nashville. I think my listeners are absolutely in tune with who you are. But yeah. if we have new listeners today, tell us a little, tell us a little bit about yourself. So um, I moved to Nashville about a year ago, right before the pandemic in January, um, right before everything hit um, with Supersource Nashville. So I've been with Supersource for going on three and a half years now. Um, they gave, gave me the opportunity last year to kind of branch out and have my own um location. And so that's kind of why we moved up here. I've been into the industry going on, gosh, I think June will be 10 years. Um, I've cut my teeth with a lot of the big million dollar, billion dollar companies. Um, And then I went to work for a family business, um, family owned company, just because we wanted to build a different culture and do something completely different. And when they told me their model and what they wanted to do and bring to the industry, I was like, I'm in, this is great. I mean, it takes you back to customer service focus, service focus, and not sell, 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 sell. Um, we truly care about the customers first. Okay, so 
I love that. And I, I, one of the things about this episode, this is not a paid advertisement, right? This is not like a, well, you are an, an advertiser with me. Um, right. Really, I sought you out because I was so impressed with what you were doing. This episode is, I, I want people to really get into the ins and outs of the dish. I just want people as the caveat, like, this is not a paid, this is just, I want to share all the cool stuff that I talk about, Jason, with you. And you, so 10 years you've been in this. What did you do before this? I've done everything. Um, when I was putting myself through college, uh, raising a family, I was selling furniture. I sold cars. Um, I've worked as an inventory control manager. I worked as in the parts department for an auto dealer. So I've done tons of different jobs. Um, and You're then a hustler. I'm a hustler. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, I was in college and one of the big billion dollar chemical companies came and talked to us, uh, talked to our sales program at, at the university. Um, and I was like, man, this sounds awesome. And I worked for them for about five and a half years before I left and got scooped up by another um, multi-million dollar company at that time. Um, yeah. So it's, it's been, it's been a whirlwind. I mean, I've, I've got some great experience. So I find that those multi-billion dollar, the, the, the gigantic companies, um, they're really the prominent companies in town. Yeah. And the way that this thing works is like there's a need, right? So dish machines, chemicals, there's a need. That's why Cisco partners with one and, you know, mm -hmm. U.S. Foods has theirs. They, all the big companies have one. But tell me the niche. Like, so when you were with these big companies, and you left to go to SuperSource, what was like the main reason for that? Honestly, I like the fact that it put the customer first, first and foremost above anything else. Uh, so my mentor in the business went to, to SuperSource to help build a culture. Um, and he called me up one day and he and I were talking very much like you and I have conversations. And he was like, hey, I'm trying to do something here. I want to change this culture. Um, he was like, I need somebody like you on my team. He's like, I need somebody to come and lead these guys. So I originally came on to SuperSource as a district manager. Um, in Atlanta, I had 12, I think by the time I left, I had 13 guys working for me. Um, and so we were really trying to build and reshape the brand um, and build this culture for our team. Um, the foundation was already set because the company had the model that they wanted. We just were trying to help implement it and help shape that. And so it was really, really good to be part of, if you will, the ground floor coming in and really just really putting it to the, to the street. Um, but I've never met, been in a company where it's not been a sales organization, go, go sell, 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 sell. And it's, it's kind of refreshing because I think a lot of our customers benefit so much more from what we do because we're not trying to say, Hey, we got this new product. We got this thing. We got this thing. And I, I, I so you're, I'm, not only am I like a client, I'm also a customer, right? Um, right. <laughs> I don't know that the old hair club for men adage. But you know, I love about what you said that you wanted to change the business. And I jokingly call you the dentist. I call you doc because you really remind me of a dentist and it never understood to me, like everywhere that you go, it's this alchemy side of things. Like you want, people want you to do things for a reason. There's a manipulation and everything. And every time you right. go to the dentist, they always tell you like, hey, you need to floss. You need to do this. You need, and they're always trying to give you tips and things so that you don't need them. Mm -hmm. And I'm always like, 
shouldn't you give out snicker bars at the dentist? Because that's like how you build sales. And right. I guess they're like, no, you need to come back anyway. Your teeth are going to like the let we got plenty of work to do, I guess. I don't, I don't know how it works. But yeah. uh, you remind me of that because you're just constantly trying to help in a genuine way. You're like, hey, look, I want to yeah. I want to figure out a way that you need me less. And it seems like that's right. the opposite that most businesses do, which is something that drew me yeah. to you guys. I was like, this yeah. is different. It's kind of like Creation Gardens, uh, what chefs want. When I first started with them, they mm -hmm. said, we want to be the antithesis of the big boys. We want to hustle. Right. And we want to what chefs want. I mean, they will really, their entire yeah. goal was to turn the industry on its head. And uh, I just fell in love with that culture. And that seems like what you guys have there. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, yes, we provide the weekly service. Um, we provide the inventory control. I mean, I can't imagine how many chefs I've talked to now um, that we've been able to get here in Nashville that just love the fact that we're able to do all their inventory and it's one less thing off their plate. Um, I'll get asked, hey, do you do this? Do you do this? Yes, yes, I can help with that. Okay, great. This one, this thing I got to worry about ordering. Um, I mean, because they got a whole restaurant to run. So what we do is, I mean, it, it really, truly wants to help them at the end of the day. That's my main goal is to help take that much off their plate because they got so much else going on. I love that. Yes, I mean, I, I for the listener out there, I tell this side of the story because half the time I talk to Jason, I talk about frustrations between behaviors of restaurant managers and behaviors of people. And what I see with what you're doing and what you're doing with me is so damn good. And we talk about you going in to places with a, with a genuine heart, like, Hey, look, let me figure this out. And I don't think a no. lot of people recognize how big of a line item on a PL dish machine and dish machine lease is and I want to, so what I want to do with you today is I want to break down some of the stigma. I want cool. anybody listening to go, now I understand how that world works. I think that nobody yeah. just jumps in and wants to go, I want to learn how the dish machine lease works. But I think <laughs> right. it's so fascinating. And I love talking about the differentiators because one of the things is you can save a lot of people a lot of money and provide much better customer service. And it's almost a too good to be true kind of scenarios. People are like, I don't know. I don't know about you. And I don't know what you're doing. And you're like, this isn't a scam. Like I can really yeah. do this. And it's, yeah. it's, it makes your job tough. Right. Because the other guys are kind of effing it up so bad that you coming in doing what you do is like, uh, I don't know if I trust you. I'm going to, I've worked yeah. with this guy for 20 years, but you're way too. Everything you're say, say, saying sounds way too good. And so I just yeah. want to break some of that down because it, it is a thing and it can be frustrating yeah. for you to walk in somewhere and say, I'd love to do an audit for you. And then you've got a, a customer that's purchasing, you know, they're spending $1,200 a week. And you're like, well, I could do a brand new dish machine and all of your chemicals for $700 a week. And they're like, no way. And you're like, it's a thing. And then they yeah. call their company and go, Hey, why are you $500 cheaper than they make up lie? They do. It's a whole story. So I want to get into yeah, all yeah. of that today because it's a fascinating, fascinating world to me. I love watching the, how it's made television shows. This yeah. is kind of that world for me. It is. It is. Yeah. My, my daughters and I, we love watching how it's made just because it's just, it's interesting. I mean, you get to learn a whole different industry. So yeah, this will be really fun. How many daughters do you have? I've got two, two, two daughters. Uh, they're, 
they're let's see here tw- going to be 12 and 10 uh on the 20th so uh they share the same birthday ironically enough so your daughters two- have the same birthday two years apart they do they do ironically that i've never in my life heard of that it's crazy because so my daughters have the same birthday two years apart and then my wife's cousins are a year apart and they share the same birthday and their birthday is on my wife and i's wedding anniversary so it's what is your wife <laughs> and yours and wedding anniversary uh six seven two thousand eight so we made it easy so i could never forget <laughs> six seven eight that's it <laughs> it had to be on purpose right we did, yeah. It was on purpose. Yeah. It just so happened to fall on a weekend too, so it, it was awesome. Six, seven, eight. Yeah, that's that's amazing. How old are you? I'm 34. Nice. I don't think I've ever asked how old you were. How long have you yeah. been married? Six, seven, eight. So it'll be what? Going on 13 years. years. Yeah, wow. going on 13 years, and we've been together for a little over 16 now. So kind of high school sweetheart. That's so cool. It's so wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't. I the crazy it. thing is, is we were high school sweethearts, but didn't even know each other in high school. So it's crazy. We met through friends. Yeah, explain that. So she's, uh, Candace is a year older than me. And so she was a freshman in college when I was a senior in high school. Um, and then it was, I guess, going into my senior year in high school. Uh, she was a lifeguard at my buddy's pool. And he's like, dude, you got to come over and go swimming. He was like, I-, I want you to meet somebody. And we met and clicked. Uh, we didn't start dating at that time. It wasn't until probably the second semester of her college year and my high school year. We actually started dating. And then it's been great ever since. So that's a cool story, man. You don't you don't hear a lot of those stories. No. And you guys are active. Your daughters are, um, is it gymnastics that they do? So my youngest does competition gymnastics and my oldest is she's playing soccer right now. Um, she got recruited to play travel soccer, um, which if she wants to do that, that will start next year that she does cheer and dance and basketball. So my wife's running a hundred miles an hour all the time. <laughs> I'll bet. Yeah. That that's a busy, it's a busy day. I'm, we're getting our kids into all that stuff now. And it's like, when they're five, one like six and seven right now, but I mean we're yeah. so we're we're getting there. We're right on the cusp of that. Okay, yeah. well, let's talk dish machine stuff. I, I like talking yeah. about you though. Um, <laughs> let's just say I'm opening a new restaurant. Okay, yeah. let's get into some work stuff, and I need to. I, I need a dish machine, right? Because mm-hmm. obviously, I need a dish machine. There's all kinds of different spaces in a in a restaurant in a kitchen. Mm-hmm. Can you just, can you make custom machines? Can you go into a kitchen and see the size and the space and like, or is there like a standard machine that everybody uses? How many different types of dishwashing machines are there? Honestly, there's tons. So one of the cool things about SuperSource is we've got ends with all of our vendors. So CMA, um, Jackson, ADS, um, Hobart, We've got so many different ones that we can get to. The main three that we use are CMA, ADS, and Jackson, just because for the customer standpoint, you get the best bang for your buck. Um, with those machines, they're in their portfolios, they've got so many different styles that we can put in an application. Uh, we've been really able to get creative in any space to actually make a machine fit. So yeah, I mean, it's there's so many different operations. I've got some places that I've been into, we take a, a glass washer and we can put it under the cleaner soil cell table 
of their dish machine because they need that extra space to have glasses ran instead of putting another one at the bar. So it's really about getting super creative. I mean, we can do some really great things with them. What's the best type of dish machine out there? Like what's like the, the one that's like the, this one's pretty BA. What is it? It just depends. I mean, there's so many good ones, honestly. Um, ADS makes some really great high temp machines. Um, I personally really like the Jackson low temp machine, the dump and fill just because of it looks great. It's very easy to work on. Um, and it's, I, I refer to it as like the Jeep of machines because it just runs. I mean, it just goes. Um, the glass washers, we've got a couple dump and fill low temp glass washers that have heaters in them. Those are my absolute favorite because it works great to keep the water temperature high instead of just having cold water on your glasses all the time. Um, you know, and then the conveyors, it, it really depends upon what you're looking for in your application. I mean, there's honestly, there's so many good ones that just run and run and run. And, as long, and it comes back to maintenance. If you properly maintain and take care of your machine, it's just like your car. If you don't change the oil in it, if you don't wash it, if you don't take care of it, it's going to break down. So that's the same application that goes to your machine. And that's where we okay. come. And how, so uh, first of all, I would, I would call it the Honda. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. It runs. I don't know if you've ever had a Jeep, but Jeeps, Jeeps break down all the time. Uh, so I'll call it the Honda from now on, but that that's just me. Um, well, if you look at the okay. old Wranglers with the inline six, those run forever. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got you. The YJ. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Up until about uh, 95, I think was the last year they made those in 97. They started making the new quadricoil. Anyhow, yeah. <laughs> not to get nerdy on the Jeep side. I, I, I love Jeeps. I, okay. Nothing against Jeeps, but everybody I know who owns a Jeep is like, just shoot me. Um, yeah, so we could say it's like the Honda. The Honda, those <laughs> things will run. They'll run you in the ground for sure. Those things are great. So you've decided that. So you've got a restaurant. You're like, okay, I need. I want to call somebody. What are the big companies out there to call? Tell me who the competitors are. So our main competitors that we see um, is Autoclore and Ecolab are the two biggest ones in here. Um, and then us. Now. Are there other small? Are there other small companies that do it? I've seen a couple, but they're very far in view in between. They're very, very sporadic. So I haven't seen any consistency as far as somebody else that's all over the place in the market. The main two that I'm seeing, um, or I guess now the main three, um, is Autoclear Ecolab and then Supersource. Very nice. Welcome into the big three. I like that. I'm trying, um, yeah, trying to keep going. <laughs> so one of the main differences between you guys, let's talk about some differentiators. When I, I'm a restaurant and I'm like, oh, okay, I want to I want to buy a dish machine. I'm going to call Autoclore. I'm going to call Ecolab and I'm going to call you. Mm -hmm. Their typical style is, okay, we're going to give you a dish machine and then we're going to supply you with the chemicals for your dish machine. And if you don't know, every time that you run a dish machine, right? So you fill up this rack with all, you put all your dishes in. Like, you know, like you have a dish in your house. There's mm -hmm. like the bottom rack and the top rack. Well, they'd have those for these dishes. They're just big pieces of plastic. And you put the you put all the dishes in there and then you just run it through the machine. That's considered a rack. Like you ran one rack. There's an actual Correct. counter on the side of the machine, right? Correct. Correct. So what a lot of companies will do is they'll come in and they'll say, We'll do, you know, how how busy are you? And they'll say, How many racks do you typically run? And you'll say, I run a thousand racks a week. Mm -hmm. They go okay, thousand racks a week. We're gonna charge you 
seven cents per rack or six cents per rack or eight cents per rack, whatever it might be. But for a thousand racks a month, it's six hundred dollars a month, which is low because a lot of people do more than a thousand racks. But let's just math easy. They'll Mm -hmm. say, we'll give you the dish machine and all the chemicals for six hundred dollars a month. If you go over a thousand racks, we're going to charge you nine cents a rack, you know, but you pay for a thousand. And that that's accurate, right? That's one way to do it. That's one way to do it. That's primarily um, auto so course method people do? on how on how they do. Now, Ecolab's method is different. They they did have that type of flat fee at a time. I don't know if they're still doing it. Um, I haven't ran into that in a while. How they do it is they lease you the machine and you buy the chemical from one of their food purveyors direct. Um, a lot of times from what I'm seeing here in Nashville is they're shipping all their chemicals primarily through their food distributors. I'm not seeing too much direct ship anymore. It's all through a lot of food purveyors. Okay. So Ecolab will rent you the machine for X amount of dollars Mm -hmm. a month. And they say, buy your chemicals through your food vendor. Correct. Correct. And And the food vendor establishes the pricing on that. Correct. The, The food vendor can establish the pricing on it. If it's shipped direct, uh, eco level establish the pricing on it. The local rec will. One difference with them is, is you have a minimum amount that you have to spend in regards on that machine. Um, so for instance, like a single rack machine, when I was doing it for your whole operation, you had to spend a minimum of $125, which it's not, it's not a huge thing, but if you have a slow one, like what we did with the shutdown, you may not hit $125. And if you don't hit that, they charge you that $125 anyways. Now you will get some places that will, waive that or refund it back but not all the time yeah but i mean it's it's you got you have to watch it right 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 you have to babysit it i mean that's one of the things i think with everything you want not that you want to babysit but if you're a manager you want to be on top of that stuff you want to constantly yeah. watch it. i think that so many of us just forget about the dish land and i do i'm one of those people that before i really started yeah. talking to you i just it's just back there it's just a line item on the PL. it's not it's not like food costs not like liquor costs it's not one of my biggest controllables but Right. After talking to you and looking over it, I went, wow, this, yeah. there's there's a lot involved there. So they ask you to rent the machine, buy your stuff through a food vendor who establishes a price structure, which could be good, could be bad based upon your purchases right. with them. I mean, if you're a right. small customer and you're on a higher tier of margin, mm-hmm. then you're probably going to pay a higher amount for your chemicals, too. And yeah. if you're a huge account that has a really good negotiated margin you're probably going to get a better deal in your chemicals. So again, it's hurting the little guy uh, right. because you're really now beholden to your food vendor. And I'm not saying yeah. the food vendors are bad, but it's just, it presents more of a challenge. And do each, so the food vendors, do they have their own like partnerships? Are they all with Ecolab or is there, do they? A they lot of them, part- a lot of them are. Um, you've got some other ones. So when we're talking about the competitors, you know, Gordon Foods, they've got their own chemical line and their own company that they have for their dish stuff. Okay. Um, PFG's got the same thing. They've got their own chemical line and their own dish service. Um, then you've got like U.S. Foods. U.S. Foods uses Ecolab. All, a lot of their chemicals are repackaged as Ecolab chemicals. Um, Cisco, the Cisco brand, the Keystone, the Reliance, all that stuff is manufactured by Ecolab. Keystone is the private label of Ecolab and Reliance is basically 
I don't want to say it's a lesser version, but it's kind of a lower qual- a, a lower diluted version of the main line of Ecolab. So it's they make Reliance brand. It's the value brand for Cisco. What's or for Keystone best, or for Ecolab. What's the best thing about Ecolab? Tell me something really great that they do that's that's impressive. They hired me originally. <laughs> um, oh, I love it. So, no. Um, <laughs> Uh, let's see here. What I would say that they do really, really well um, is they they do really good marketing, um, and they've got their name out there really, really big, and people know Ecolab, and that's why when you see hotels or restaurants or something say, "Hey, we use Ecolab," other people that aren't in the industry somehow know about it. Um, so they do really, really good at marketing themselves, but they've also it's built into your price. I mean, when you look at the chemicals, that's they've got a huge marketing budget. What about Autochlor? Say something nice about Autochlor. I will say in Nashville, a lot of their reps seem to be doing a great job um, as far as to, to just from everything I've heard, people seem to have a really good relationship with the reps, which is fantastic. I hope all my customers say the exact same thing about me. Um, yeah. There you go. Okay. What? Well, I thought you were going to be like, their name starts with an A, and the A is the first letter in the alphabet. So they got yeah. that going for them, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm always one, um, you know, when people ask me who my competitors are, I really don't think of I have any competitors because what we do is so unique and so different from Autochlor and Ecolab. I don't have a competitor in that realm. Um, but I'll never so tell, say. Tell us what you're so unique. Tell, tell us about that. So obviously, like we're talking about the dish machines, we don't have contracts. So when people are saying, okay, you know, it's too good to be true, we have nothing to lose because we don't have a contract. So at the very least, it's a little bit of time lost. It's a pull plug and complete plug and play. We do all the labor. We'll even call the company to come and pick up their equipment for you. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, our pricing's there. It's weekly service, not biweekly, not monthly, not quarterly. Um, we help with inventory management and we really put the service back in customer service. All my customers have my direct cell number. So if they have to get in touch with me, they call me directly. It's not, okay, let's call the 1-800 number or let's call the local office number and see if we can get somebody out here or trying to chase them around. I mean, I actually had a chef ask me, Hey, I'm not going to mention the competitor, but do you know if they're closed? Are they, are they closed right now? Cause I can't get a hold of anybody. I'm having an issue and I can't get a hold of anybody. So I don't ever want to be it that way. I want always, I want people to be very accessible to, to me uh, just so that they can feel like they're taking care of hundred percent and they're not having to wait. So no contract on the dish machine. So what you're telling people yes. is buy your dish machine from me, change it out. So if somebody's in a contract or they're the wait, identify first of all, where you're at with the contract. Right. And you'll rent them a dish machine. So it's really a, I think a lot of people fear like, well, if I get that dish machine out of here, then they'll never come back. And I'm like, well, if you, they, they will, first of all, yeah, if you right. try them out and you put a dish machine in and you're, you're not going to charge, you're not going to sign anything. Right. So everybody comes in and they right. say, I need you to sign a five-year contract saying you're going to buy from me for five years. And then I'll yeah. give you that. They, they use this guise of you commit to me and I'll give you the good deal. What you right. guys are saying is uh, I'm not going to make you do that all you can no. we'll bring a dish machine in if you go to nashvillerestaurantradio.com and you look up super source you can get three free months of dishwasher so it's your exactly. 
you are telling me so you tried the dishwasher you give them three months it's for free yeah and after that it's a month to month kind of a thing like if you don't yeah. like it you don't like any of the stuff you yeah. just call when your old company's back and say hey bring me a new dish machine let's sign a new yeah. deal i'm yeah. going to commit to somebody else for five years yeah. but i mean like you can come in and, and you have to earn it every week right every week every week i mean and, and that's the thing too every day. Yeah, every day, every day I go in there. If you call me, it's I'm I'm on the clock. I'm I'm trying to make sure I keep and earn your business. Um, but yeah, it goes back to it. You know, signing a contract. That's my my biggest thing. Um, working for the companies, you at least if you're going to sign a contract, make sure that there's a way to get out. I've seen so many contracts where you're not able to get out of it, and they'll take you to court and make you pay the remainder of the contract. And I don't agree with that because. Again, that's been my biggest ploy to, to restaurant tours is, listen, you're not guaranteed your customers are coming back every day, right? You have to be on your game every time that somebody steps foot in the door to get them to come back and eat at your establishment. And that's the way that we want to do business. We want to make sure we're on our game every single day. There's a reason why somebody's signing you and locking you into a contract because there's something to hide there. You know, I, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I think the idea of a contract is they can guarantee these are public companies, you know, and when I lock you yeah. into a five-year deal, A, I now have you for five years and I can tell my investors that I can count on that sales for five years. Typically, there can be, I, I'm a fan of that when it comes to food companies creating an MDA, but really right. negotiate, you have to know what a great deal is for right. your company. And a lot of times when you get that good of a deal, the service goes away. So if right. you offer, if you, they give you the best deal, they go, well, then I can't pay somebody to come out there and do that. But you guys are like, no, it's cool. That that's the differentiators that we're still right. going to bring you that level of service. So one thing right. that I do, you mentioned, you made a great comment, make sure that the language in the contract states that you can get out of it. And one of the things that they do is they write in these contracts, they write <laughs> that you have, you have to submit in writing to the VP of sales or president of the company that you're unhappy with whatever it is. And then from there, you have to submit it in certified mail. You'll see this in a lot of contracts. You have to submit in writing by certified mail what your grievance is with the company. And then they have 30 days to sati to, to create satisfaction in the manner mm -hmm. uh, to their liking, to, right. their, to their approval. You can change that contract language to my approval. You can say... I don't want to write a, a certified letter. I want to write an email and it needs to be fixed to my satisfaction, not your satisfaction. Because right. it just, it's that one little word in the language that says where they go, oh no, you just write us a letter, then we have to fix it or else you can get out. And it's like, well, you have to fix it to their satisfaction, right. not your right. satisfaction. And they can claim anything they want in a court of law. It's a kind of a weird language that they use that you guys don't have any of that. So it doesn't matter. Right, right, yeah. I'll, the only thing that we provide to all of our clients, and, and as you're aware of, is just a machine agreement, and we have to have that for legal purposes for it being in your building and coming yeah. off of our books. But that that's it. Yeah. Well, and, and to go back to, because we were talking about uh, the different differentiators, so industry average for the dish machine to, to run a rack of dishes is four and a half to five and a half cents. So if you're paying over that, find out the reason why. They should be completely open with you on why you're paying seven, eight cents per rack. Because um, the industry average is four and a half to five and a half cents.
And when I was doing it, when we first got started, it cost you about 50 cents, including water, labor, electricity, chemicals, the whole gamut um, to run one rack of dishes, which is why when we do the training, we tell people, if you have pots, pans, stuff like that, that you can do in your three compartment sink, wash it there because it's more economical for you to do it there and use those chemicals than to run it through the dish machine. Or if you're running one spoon through the dish machine, it's costing you the same to run one spoon as it does a plate of dishes. So again, we take it back to a full training aspect and explain this to our customers so they know the difference between the two different things. See, this is the dentist in you. See, this is the thing that I thought was so cool is that you actually came in and you brought the staff together and you said, hey, one of our big problems that we had was that we were using the wrong chemicals for the wrong things. We were right. using five times the amount of degreaser that we needed to use, way over using a concentrate to clean the grill right. or whatever. We're using the wrong thing to clean the floor and the wrong thing to like, the wrong sanitizer. Like everything was just like, nobody knew there wasn't like a really good plan. And now I feel so confident. Last night I'm cleaning tables and I have this really nice spray bottle that says quad sanitizer and it has all of the information. The material safety data sheets are right. There's a QR code. Like everything was right at my fingertips, but I knew what I was doing. And there's a confidence I have as somebody who runs a restaurant knowing that yeah. everything is labeled, that people are using the right chemicals for the right projects because that's a major issue with a lot of restaurants is that they're just using the wrong chemicals to do the wrong things you can right. come in and identify what are you using why are you using it and if people use the right chemicals for the right things they can use a lot less chemicals am i correct that's 100 percent. yeah i mean if you use the right application you can definitely use a lot less chemicals because there's other chemicals that are going to do it that are going to have a much better yield than going straight to the strongest chemical. And a lot of people think more, you know, if, if I've got this much chemical and it's doing a great job, I use this much chemical and it's going to do a better job. In most cases, it's not that it's not true. There's a reason why there's a formulation and a recommended specification for that because it's going to clean and the surfactants and caustics are going to do its job at this level, not this level, this level is going to leave a residue and you're going to have more issues. So I mean, that's a major thing right there. Just understand it's like portion sizes. You know, right. it's like if somebody has mashed potatoes and they and you're supposed to put four ounces of mashed potatoes on a plate, but every time they go, no, let's put eight. Eight looks better. You go, yeah. <clears throat> why are we, we're just throwing away. And every time they go to the dish machine, they're throwing away half those mashed potatoes. Like you're just yeah. throwing profits in the trash can. And every time that you do four times the amount of chemicals you need. Like, no, that chemical is made to use this much chemical. It will work. Yeah. You're just yeah. throwing it away. So, I mean, educating your staff on that is such a major, I mean, that's one of those things. This is what I'm talking about. Like, that's one of those major things that a lot of people just go on with their daily life. It's just a chemical, yeah. but like, no, like focus on that. And not only does it save money, but it will work better. Yeah. You know, using the right stuff for the right things. What I think a lot of people too, when you look at the, that line item on your P&L for chemicals, dish machines, all that stuff, you think of it as just an uncontrollable. It's, you know, it's the cost of doing business. So a lot of people think, and they don't realize that, hey, yeah, we can fix that. We can control that. We can make that better. Um, you know, we can do an audit. We can do um, executive review to make sure we're in line with where we need to be. And I think a lot of people forget that, yeah, you can control chemicals, but some people, their thought of controlling chemicals is just not getting them or just not ordering them. And I've seen that at some places too. 
that's a that's another big thing another um another cool thing i think that you do or that you've done uh and you talked to one of our dishwashers you know you recognized ahead of time that we had you were using too much of the here i don't know what it was there was a chemical in the dish machine there was a chemical in the dish machine you mm -hmm. recognized that we were using too much of it and you yeah. proactively came in and talked to donnie donnie's mm -hmm. our, our our dishwasher who's the man um yeah. You came in and talked to Don and you said, hey, I've noticed that you're using too much of the sanitizer or rinse aid or whatever it is. I think it was the dish detergent. Dish detergent. Okay. Mm -hmm. And you got in there and you talked to him and you said, hey, what are you, let me see, let me see the process in which you're doing. And you recognized mm -hmm. that while spraying down the front of the dishes, the back of the dishes that had a piece of lettuce or something on them weren't getting sprayed down the yeah. best way. And he's putting them in the dishwasher. And then those lettuce leaves are going to the bottom. And yeah. what happens in that scenario? So what happens is, is if, if you don't clean the dishes properly, mm -hmm. pray scrap properly, or even change the water properly, um, all that food soil that's going to be in the machine, the grease, the grime, all that stuff, the detergent starts to break down that and it helps, it breaks down the detergent. And so the machine will call for more detergent and more detergent and more detergent. So like I always say, it's same with your glassware, put good in, get good out. You get, you, you know, to get your good results, make sure your machine's clean. Make sure that it's your plates are clean. Your wares are, are pre-scrapped properly. Change the water out regularly. Uh, a lot of people think, oh, if I change the water too frequently, um, you know, I'm going to go through more product. That's not really the case. If you change your water out, the recommendation is every two hours, you're going to get much better results. The quality of your wares are going to come out looking great. Um, and honestly, you're probably going to use less chemical in the long run because you're not making soup in the dish machine, um, you know. I mean, that's a big thing right there. And, and you're putting yeah. out a better, cleaner product for your guest. So I mean, exactly. that, that's a, that's such a cool, that that's like the differentiator to me is that you recognize, hey, normally you guys buy X amount. The number mm -hmm. has gone up over here. You go talk to the dishwasher, you find out what's going on. You recognize that he could be cleaning the dishes better on the front end. And the guy's amazing, but like, how do you yeah. know these things? Cause it, everything works fine. But yeah. you recognize it and go in yeah. and go, hey, I know that's the dentist thing. Like, hey, I want you to be healthy. I want you to need me yeah. less. Where most people would go, no, man, don't spray it off that much. Just fill the machine up all the time and make right. the make the machine eat all of that lettuce. But you found it. You, then you called me and yeah. said, hey, I recognize you guys are using too much of the dish detergent. And I talked to Don. This is what's going on. Uh, we're all good there. Let's check it again in a week and see if that doesn't correct it. And by golly, yeah. next week, I was like, hey, look, it's back down. And you're like, cool, good. That's where we need to be. But I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's, that's, you know, I had a, we used another company throughout the pandemic and, um, you know, they were charging us. You know, that's the thing, you know, we, we, we do 10,000 racks a month. So right. 5,000 racks every two weeks, we were doing 2,200 racks you know, mm -hmm. during the pandemic, because we were just doing to-goes, the 22, and one of the restaurants was completely closed. Yeah. And we got charged the full 10,000 racks, you know. That's crazy. At 6.9 cents per rack for a 1,000 yeah. racks. We're doing 2,000 racks. So I'm like, dude, what are we, there's 7,500 racks we're being charged for that we're not using. Yeah. And I had to call the guy and I said, hey, when that, like, what's going on here? And he goes... Well, you know, that, that, that's your problem, man. Like, did you get a PPP loan? And I was like, did I get what? I mean, it was just a mm -hmm. whole thing. I was like, oh my gosh, like there's no, 
it was the opposite of what you did in that situation. So yeah. I mean, those are things that I see on like a daily basis that I'm like, this dude right here is so legit. I don't even know what to do. And I just, I appreciate that so much. Yeah. I mean, that, that's been my major goal. Like we said, my true goal is to help people literally to help people. I want to help you save money. I want to provide you with a better quality of service. But even after we're partners, like, like in that instance, I'm still looking for other ways to help you save money, which I mean, like you said, most companies be like, Hey, yeah, just go ahead and do that. You know, it's more money in my pocket. I'm not looking to do that because my thought of process is and the company's thought of process is, is if we do it right from day one and we continuously do it right, we'll never ever have to look, worry about losing a customer. Our customer retention rate is so high. Um, you know, customer acquisition costs are extremely expensive when you have to go and acquire a new customer. When you look at time and labor to go and do everything in trials and product demos, if we just do right by the customer the first time, we don't ever have to worry about losing them and then trying to go get that customer back later on or sacrifice our price. So that's why our prices are where they need to be and we're focused on customer satisfaction and service. So pricing, you mentioned that Ecolabs creates product and they sell their product to Cisco and it's called a Reliance brand. They rebranded to their packaging. Yeah. Um, Autoclar has their own product. Where do you guys buy your product from? We actually manufacture our own product. Um, we've got four massive chemical tanks um, in Kennesaw, Georgia is where we manufacture out of. And then they ship to all the distributors from, cause we've got distributor locations all the way from Maryland, down the East coast, Tennessee, um, out to Houston, all the way down to Tampa, Florida. So there's no middleman. Like you guys, there's not. Super Source makes the chemicals and they go directly to you. So you're not, Correct. there's not some manufacturing facility in Norwalk, California that creates this product that sells it to another warehouse that then sells it to you and then you sell it to somebody else. There's not even the, the, the one markup that you get is to the customer. So you manufacture Correct. it. And it goes straight to the customer. It goes straight to the customer. Exactly. I think that's a pretty good answer to the question. How are you able to sell your product less expensive, right? Yeah. I mean, it, because we don't have the markup, we don't have the overhead. And then it goes back to charging a fair price for the chemicals um, and being in line from the get-go so we don't have to worry about going back and getting that customer. I was at a place the other day. And I saw their invoice. They gave me a copy of their invoice for their chemicals. And they were paying for four one gallons of, of rinse aid, $300 for a case, which is about one and a half to two times as much as what mine is <laughs> when you look at it per gallon. So, I mean, I'm looking at maybe a gallon is $25, $30 a gallon. So, I mean, the margins are huge, but that's where we don't pay for all the additional marketing. We don't pay for all the additional craziness that, that they pay for. We just, we just do it right. And and if less people go, well, you market with Nashville restaurant radio. I'm pretty cheap folks. <laughs> <laughs> I really just a handshake a Coke and a smile. And we got, we got a deal. Um, we, uh, and th thank you. Obviously we, we love having you. Maybe this has been an infomercial because, I, I, I'm, it's not something that, like I said, you're paying me to do. I just, I'm really right. genuinely fascinated. It's like creation guards. When we first started, they brought me in and they said, 
seriously, just take care of the chef, do things, everything differently, service the hell out of them. We don't want to be like any of the other big guys. We want to really change the game. And when I really learned about what you guys were doing and then I felt it, got to see it and do it, I went, Mm -hmm. oh, wow, how do I, I want to partner with these people. I want to do this. And I think that recommendations and references are some of the most powerful things people can offer because yeah. You talked about that sales process. You got to go in with somebody. You've got to explain the differentiator. You've got to do mm-hmm. you got to do the whole thing and then somebody who's very smart who's been in the business a long time makes a decision and they decide to go with you. Right. Who are some of the people in town right now that you're working with? Name drop for me. <laughs> give me give me a list of your clients that you can't I know you're going to forget people but like yeah. off the top of your head, who are you working with? Oh, you you and your establishments, of course, Brandon Still, um, Green Hills Grill and Maribel. <laughs> um, so we're very fortunate with that. Um, we work with Matt Bolas and Chef Sam over at the 404. Um, fantastic team. That was one of our first clients that we also picked up in, in Nashville. Um, we work with Adele's Emmy Squared and Green Hills as well. Um, Nick and Audrey Gidry over at Pelican and the Pig. They're yes, some of my favorite people. Awesome couple. Um, we work with all the barista parlors, Chopper Tiki, Disc Insider, um, wow. Cilantro right there in East Nashville. We work with Crazy Gnome Brewing. Um, you go out to Franklin. We've got um, Franklin Bakehouse, the new Italian restaurant, Colacino. Um, let's see here. What else? We work with Lost Cajun, who has a location here in Mount Juliet, as well as in Hendersonville. St. Stephen. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You got St. Stephen in Germantown. Um, Bruce Parlor over there. Optimus, Oku, Oak. So we've got a lot. And I, I know <laughs> I'm missing. I know I'm missing some people. But I mean, I mean, we've got I, a good portfolio. If you've heard any, any of those restaurants you just now heard, if you respect the people that lead those restaurants yep. – they made the decision to use you guys. I mean, for a reason, give them a call. If you have a question about this whole thing, give them a call and find out, find out about it. Because one of our goals here on Nashville restaurant radio is to inform restaurant people of really cool stuff that's going on. And when you have something as cool as you're doing, I just get excited. Cause I'm like, guys, guys, there's so many people that are being overcharged right now. And the service isn't now the service is, is good in a lot of circumstances. You said Autoclor is great with their service. And I have had good experiences with Autoclor service. Their yeah. rep did it as they, yeah. they were very responsive. Um, machines break down a lot, but they have, they have a very, they're very responsive. Um, yeah. But I just, you know, if there's, there's another way to do it. Part of it is just standing on a rooftop and shouting it out. And I wanted to break down today, just get into a little more detail as to, Hey, look, th- this guy is legit. Let's learn yeah. about him. He lives here in Mount Juliet. He's got a wife and two daughters who are in gymnastics. And he <laughs> he goes out. I love watching your Facebook feed of all the places you guys go out and eat. You're just a genuine guy mm-hmm. who wants to get out there and do a really good job for his people. And you live yeah. it every day with me. And if yeah. I ran any company in town, I if I could steal you, I would do it in a heartbeat. But I know you're so passionate about what you do and who you yeah. are that... Um, that's never going to be a possibility. But if you're a restaurant and you're out there and you just, if you're using one of these big companies and you look down at your bill and you go, Oh shit, I'm paying seven cents or eight cents a rack. Like give Jason a call. He will come in, look at everything, see what you're using, do an audit, 
identify mm-hmm. what you need, give you an estimate, come in, he'll educate, he'll do staff trainings for your team, he'll identify yeah. what you're using, he'll do the whole program. He will put a program in place for your dish machine and chemical use, and it works. All of all of your spray bottles come already with the labels on them. You'll replace yeah. them all the time. We just come in, hey, we need more spray bottles. We got them. Guy's yeah. the best. Yeah. So there you go. It's, I, I, it's not a gimmick. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's what I'm saying. Like, it's hard to do a show like this because I'm like, I just get, I'm genuinely excited about what you guys do. Right. And it sounds like, uh, like, man, how much are you? This guy's really drank the Kool-Aid. And it's like, I have. <laughs> and I, I want to share this with other people because it, it sounds too good to be true. It does. But it is legit. It is an actual thing. So it does. I mean, I, when I did the proposals and people see, I had one they sold, we're going to save $900 a month. And I had another one that they would save on average about $1,100 a month. I mean, when you see those type of numbers, you're like, there's no way, there's no way. How am I going to save that much money? But it's true. When you actually sit down and break down the nuts and bolts, you're going to, it's true. All right. Final question. So it's just getting that opportunity. Sure. Final question before your final thought. I know, I know you're right. a listener too. So you get to have your very own final, you get to take us out here in a minute. Have you been thinking about what you're going to say? Honestly, I haven't, I haven't, but I kind of got some ideas. <laughs> okay. Well, um, well now you are. Perfect. What, uh, gosh, what was my question going to be for you? Contracts, right? So if you're going yes. in somewhere, we just mentioned you go and you do an audit and you go, holy shit, you're paying $900 too much mm-hmm. to right now. And they go, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm getting raked over the coals, but I just, I got two more years left in my contract. Mm-hmm. What, what do we, what do you do? Do you get around that? What is the best way to get out of a contract? What do you do in that scenario? Do you just go, oh, well, call me in two years after you've paid, what, what is 900 times 24? I mean, after you pay $18,000, $20,000 too much in the next two years, like nobody wants to do that. No. How do you, how do you do that? So it honestly depends upon which company it is. Um, there is one of the competitors that you do have an opportunity to get out of their contract, which is very fortunate for us and for the customer. Um, and it, you just have to usually submit a 60, 90 day letter stating, Hey, we're going to leave you. Um, or they'll just make you pay that 60, 90 days um, at the end, which if they do, we'll work that into our agreement with the customer. On how so we, I can how, negotiate that with you. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm all about helping the customer. Okay. Um, so we'll work in looking at how we can help with that. Um, with the other one, the contract with the other company that locks you in, um, that may have two or three years left on your contract. It's just for the dish machine. So going in, what I've done with some of my other clients is we take everything else, all the other general cleaner chemicals and everything except for the dish machine. And we really help them save there. Um, I've even had an instance where we got extremely creative and we figured out, okay, I'm spending this much money because my rack overage is this. And in Atlanta, we got extremely creative and we put in a secondary machine for the customer to help eliminate those overages. Um, And then they were just paying us and it saved them overall on that end because we were were fortunate we had the room to put put a secondary machine and do that. Um, The other company was not happy, but it definitely saved them a lot more money. It seems like it'd be kind of counterproductive. You're paying two separate companies, but when we had everything else in there, we were able to um, do that and help them save further than 
than the other bill. So we get really creative in trying to help our customers. But yeah, if they lock you in, it's just for the dish machine. It's not for the other general cleaner chemicals. And typically we can help you save there. So well. one of the, um, this there's a third option. The mm -hmm. third option is not, I don't know if you want me to mention what my brain goes to with the third option is, but you're giving people, now you have knowledge, right? So if right. you are still two years left in and you recognize what you could be getting the exact same product for a lot less expensive, you can take yeah. that back to them and try and renegotiate it. Kind of go back and go, hey, look, I'm here two more years. I am going to raise every bit of hell I possibly can unless yeah. you get me back to this price. So I mean, right. you can try to do that. And I think that for you, I don't know if you want me to mention that, but I mean, for the most part, like you're in yeah. it genuinely, like your heart is in it to help the customer, 100%. Um, help the customer get a better deal and help them succeed. And yeah. that, if that means I don't earn your business, but I was able to open your eyes to what the yeah. really the market value is and what's out there. And you can take that back to your current dish machine company or chemical company, and you can get a better deal, then that also feels like a win to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's at the end of the day, if you can go renegotiate your contract to get a better deal, hey, if, if you can use me to help you save money, I'm happy about that as well. Because at the end of the day, I'm about helping clients, helping Nashville, helping restaurateurs. So would I love to earn your business? Yes, but at the end of the day, if you're saving money and you can keep your doors open and keep your staff employed, I, I'm I'm thankful that you're able to do that. So yeah, I'm happy to help any way I can. So this is on this is on record now. I'm going to put this out immediately so that if anything happens to you, we know <laughs> to follow the competitors. Like, do right. you keep doing this? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, we got to keep you safe. So all right, I think that we have done a a healthy job. I feel like I've learned a bit more um, about you. I think we've done yeah. a hell of an on-brand here for SuperSource and your machine and chemical company. Jason Nels, how do people get a hold of you? I, I love what you're hearing. How do I get a hold of you? What's your phone number? How do yeah, people uh, order? What do they do? The best way to get a hold of me is just calling me directly on my cell, shooting me a text, an email, um, whatever. So my cell number is 770 three, three, seven, one, one, four, three. So everybody has it till marketers have it. Um, I keep getting calls about student loans. So, or my, my car warranties ran out, but yes, please call me, text me. Um, I'm happy to Come help your number you again. Seven, seven, zero, three, three, seven, one, one, four, three. All right. I have it on the ticker. Now the bottom of the screen Jason Ellis, Managing Partner, Supersource Nashville. Call him now, 770-337-1143. Or you can go to NashvilleRestaurantRadio.com. Click the exactly. Sponsors tab, and you can hit the, the visit the website for Supersource, where there they can offer three months of free dish machines. So if you get this thing started, he's so confident. He's saying, I will give you the dish machine for three months for free. Yeah. After three, three months, if I don't want that dish machine... You can get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. Try us out for three months. See if there's no what strings we are, attached. What we're all saying no strings attached. Just see what, see what we're all saying. And if you're not happy, then we'll come pick it up. No, I'll, I'll take my toys and go home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Um, let's, I'm going to put you on the spot. Do you mind if I put you on the spot? Go for it, man. If you're listening to this episode right now and 
one thing that you've done, you've told me that you've had a couple of, I've had a couple of guests on the show and you said, Hey, mm -hmm. tell that person if they want to sign up, I'll give them a, a deal on their first order. So right now right. on this show, will you offer anybody what day is today? Today is, um, the, the 11th Sunday, oh, uh, the 11th. 10th, Saturday, the yeah, 10th. <laughs> this is going to come out Sunday afternoon. I'm putting right. on YouTube, put YouTube today. Nice. If you call Jason Ellis in the next week, right? How about by the 18th, by okay. Saturday or Sunday, the eight, the 18th. Yeah. You will, what, what kind of a deal can you give them on their first? Cause you have to buy all the chemicals. There's a big, the initial right. first order is the big order, right? Yeah, it, it's because we're bringing everything in. So yeah, that's typically your big order. Can you give them a deal? People that call you in the next week and say, hey, I heard you on Nashville Restaurant Radio. I want you to come down and do an audit for me. I want you to just check it out, see what I got. They end up buying from you. Can yeah. you give them a deal on their first order? Yeah, yeah, I will. So if if somebody calls before the 18th and says, hey, let's, let's do this. Let's do an audit. Let's get the ball rolling. What can we do? Um, I will give you the three months free on your dish machine lease to help offset the cost. And I'll give you 15% off your initial order. Oh, damn. I thought you were going to say 15%. 10. 15%. <laughs> All right. I'll give you 15%. 15 of now, this, only, this is only till the 18th. So you got to hurry. <laughs> okay. I got you. Okay. So in the next week, you got to call him. I'll put this out immediately on YouTube. So if you're a YouTube subscriber, you're going to see this early and yeah. hit his schedule so he can get you on the books to do this. Uh, Jason Ellis, this has been so much fun uh, talking to you today. Now is your moment. We are going to, I ask every guest to take us out with your Jerry's final thought. Floor is yours, sir. I appreciate it, Brandon. Well, thank you for having me. Um, it's been a lot of fun this morning. I really appreciate it. I appreciate our partnership. Um, I appreciate how welcoming and how hospitable Nashville has been. It's not like any other place I've lived. Um, it's been great for my family and I. Um, the pandemic was one of those crazy things that threw a loop in everybody's, um, you know, threw a wrench in everybody's pipe, but I think we're all coming out stronger. Um, I really appreciate the opportunities that we were given by a lot of our current partners and customers. Um, I think a lot of this stuff, you know, it, it, and everything happens for a reason. And I'm glad that we're starting to see business come back to Nashville. Everybody needs to just continue to be safe, um, continue to wash your hands, continue to, to, to wear your masks, to do what we need to do to be safe um, and just support local. That's a hundred percent of the thing. That's the theme that everybody's been saying, support your local restaurants, support your local businesses um, and support the employees there. Cause that's what helps make Nashville great. It's all the people in and around Nashville. And we've got to experience that firsthand um, and be on the receiving end for that. So we're truly, truly grateful from the bottom of my heart. And just thank you to Nashville and the whole hospitality community. It's been fantastic. And we look forward to growing and being here for many, 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 many more years. Um, and like you said, taking over Nashville. You know, I, I don't typically do table talk or talk back when people do their final thoughts. But there's so many people that have moved here from out of town and mm -hmm. there's like two choices. One is you can be here and you're like, I live in Nashville, but I'm from Jersey, right? And you go into like your whole thing. Like you're one of those people who's moved here and like dove in headfirst into the deep end of the Nashville you culture. Did. You're like, I'm one, I'm one of them now. Like I am a Nashvillian. Yeah. I support local. I'm eating local places all the time. Like 
You've just yeah. jumped right in, and I will take a million more of you if you guys want to move to town. Uh, I love it. Thank you so much for taking your time today, uh, Mr. Jason for Ellis. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of the day. You as well, sir. Thanks so much. All right. All right, everybody. There's Jason Ellis from Supersource. That guy, uh, he's one of my favorite people. I'm not kidding. I call him all the time. He's just one of my favorite people. Everything he does is, is absolutely legitimate, and I'm so excited to have him on the show today. Thank you all for listening. Um, please follow us on all of our social medias. I'm at Brandon underscore NRR, which is right there on the screen. Join our book club. Go to YouTube and subscribe. We want you guys to go to YouTube and subscribe. We got like 100 videos up there of all these interviews. If you want to actually see them, um, all of our chefs reading one-star reviews. We have a TikTok page. We got all kinds of stuff. Follow us. Go visit us at our website. Go buy a hat. Buy a shirt. Um, I would love to have you guys going around spreading the Nashville Restaurant Radio love. They're cheap. They're on sale. 20 bucks. Help me out. Help out, everybody. We love you. I hope that you are being safe out there. Love you guys. Bye.